Hey guys, welcome back. My name is Jabson Booker. I am the host of Auto Talk with Jazz. Here we talk about a couple of things. At first, this was about just being a woman in the automotive industry. The other thing was giving advice in the automotive field. Other thing was just giving guidance and just giving my two cents about it. And at the end of the day, it, all it is is about me going around in the automotive field and giving a voice to either those who are in it giving a platform to those who are in it or just making sure that we kind of leave this a better industry than what it was and I feel like though I'm not going to fully leave it it's always going to be a part of me I wanted to put my stamp on something that I love doing I have loved working on cars my entire life and after at the end of the day, like that will never change. That has always been, it, it's a love-hate relationship because though I love doing it, I also hate doing it. I hate doing it without a lift, obviously, but whenever it's something that's easy and simple or something that will um, kind of relax me, I do it. So, you know, being able to talk about it and talk about it with other people is a cherry on top because I learn from other people and I get this sort of push to continue what I'm doing and try to be better at it and do the best that I can, right? So, um, but anyway, last episode, we talked to Felicia Ray. She talked about how she got into the field, what she's had to go through being a part of the field and how she's been able to navigate it with some of her challenges were what some of her strengths were and her being a part of the 40 over 40 or 40 under 40 which is amazing and something that I did not know existed until I talked to her and had to like look it up and figure out like how do you become 40 under 40 and all that like I kind of knew that there was a 30 under 30 I knew there was a 40 under 40 but I just didn't know there was some like for automotive field so I was shocked to say the least but I'm so happy that she got it and I'm so happy that I know about it because that gives you goals um but anyway this episode I wanted to kind of touch base on some of the things that she talked about and some of the things that I did ask her about because I kind of felt like it was important and something that I wish I had have known coming into the field and that was trying to find your family home like your family shop your family place of business your family company because one of the things that you always hear from the company and I at first when I was a brand new into this field I always heard the words we're like family ha ah. And I was, it, it annoyed the crap out of me when, you know, I finally left turning wrenches. And I remember one of the last things I heard from my service director was, uh, 
well, I will say it was like the conversation we had probably the last meeting I had with my service director and my general manager and my HR team. Uh, I was having situations and we had to have a, a sit down where I usually call come and use this moment. And she said, I told you you would never divorce me. And because it was one of those things where you do marry the job and you kind of have to see it as not only your second family, but like we would even make the jokes as far as like some of the people we worked with were so childish. So you would just see them as children. And like when I would get frustrated, I would have uh, like issues. She would literally go like, okay, you do realize you have to treat them like you're working with elementary kids, like kindergarten students. And the problem was it wasn't just her. It was just she was the first person to put that into my head. Like, you have to treat this as if you're a teacher and they're students and they're unable to understand what they do. And the problem was is I hated she said that because I was like, some of these people are three, four times my age. I'm about to turn 26. The last time I turned wrenches, I was 23. So it's been about three years. Yeah, I was 23. Uh, I just turned 23. So it's about to be three years. And, um, and that meant, and the oldest person who was in the shop, he was 67. So almost three times my age, the youngest person after me so I was the youngest person someone uh, we had hired another lube tech who was actually I think two years a year or two older than me uh, I had brought in one of the people I worked with at a previous store a couple previous stores and then he had brought his best friend or his friend in so that's the only reason why we had someone around my age but then after us two the next person up was the person, uh, another person who had mentored me. He was 36 and he had just come in. And if he hadn't have been there and before them two coming in and breaking up that gap where it was a little bit different, the next person I think was 40. So we had someone who was basically almost 20 years my senior and then between him and the person who was 67, there was at least seven different people. So there was a whole bunch of people who were around the similar age, but it was really hard to navigate because we were all coming in different generations. So we had people who came from the generation where there was no such thing as having an excuse or there was no such thing as being uncomfortable or no such thing as you have an issue and you bring it up to anybody and then you had the next generation who came in and was like this I'm just doing myself it is what it is and then you have the next generation who was Y which is millennial so generation Y and then you have the newer generation who kind of was raised 
by the millennials who remember, you know, who's going to ask why, but at the same time, who's like, no, I kind of got a voice in this. We're we about to, we about to have some, some come to Jesus moments because really we're, we're dealing with this. And so it became one of those things of, I had to go back to the drawing board and I had to figure out exactly what would have been my ideal home for work like what is my ideal place of work is it one of those where I can just do something repetitive day in day out is it something where I have a voice in what happens is it like what's my ideal job and then what's the ideal people that I work with and then what do I want to work for a corporate office or do I want to work from people who or work for a company that's family owned that I know who the owners are and I can go to them and voice my opinion and they more than likely will have some type of uh, some type of reaction to hey this is happening in my store there's no way there should be that type of situation and I, I've been fortunate to be able to work for both and be able to see the goods and the bads so this episode I kind of wanted to go between those two and let you know there are options and there are ways to figure out the difference between family owned and corporate owned and um it was one of those things where I had to sit back and I had to be like, what do I like? And honestly, it was to the point where I I don't like either one of them. And sometimes you figure that out and, and it takes you a minute. And like half of my family has said that has, you know, worked at a job for 20 something years. And they go, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. And... it's real you don't know what you want to grow do when you become 20s and 30s and 40s I I was talking actually to the 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 tech who was 40 at the time that I came in and he said uh I just figured out when we both left the the last shop he said I just realized that I wanted to go into video production and I was like that's crazy because I wanted to go into video production too. So now we talk because we went, we came from automotive to video production. And it was so crazy to, to see that. And it was amazing. And I loved it. But anyway, I digress. So what is the difference between a family owned and the corporate owned? For the most part, Corporate owned is always going to be bigger. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you're going to go for a corporate owned company, it's more than likely going to be bigger. You're going to have more benefits. They're probably going to have better benefits. They're also going to more so have a board of uh, board of members. A board of directors, a board of something like they're going to have higher ups, and you're basically going to have like a corporate office and a headquarters, and you're going to have multiple companies you can go to and move within. Some family-owned companies, such as 
if you're in Texas, uh, I'm trying to think. I think Randall Reed in Texas used to be one. I think they kind of have sold off some of their companies to become corporate. Uh, I believe uh, Clay Cooley, I believe, is still family-owned, considered family-owned. He could kind of be considered corporate, but not so much because you can still contact, like you can still get in contact with him. He does have more companies, but he's not, he's, he's still family owned, right? Like you hear the, if you're in Texas, I don't know if he's outside of Texas, but you hear his, his thing, you know, something, something comes to play. Like you, like you, if you're in Texas, you know, the whole, the, commercial I've been hearing it for the past 15 20 years I have met the man he actually sounds just like that um or if you go to uh, I believe I'm trying to remember the other one that I, I used to work for uh, there's so many others there's so many I think at one point auto nation used to be family owned and then family and then they became corporate um, to the point where, like, they just bought out uh, Repair Smith and all that. So there's so many things of like it's borderline. But once you get past that border, then at that point you become corporate and you, again, better benefits, better this, better that, because you have more companies up under you. Therefore, you can get more stuff and you can get more income, get more profit, the whole nine yards. But um, with family-owned, because they are smaller, they are more personal. They are one of those things where you can do a little bit more with, like, towards the employees, right? So, like, you usually have more parties. You usually have more, hey, we made this thing. Let's go. Let's give this to our employees. Oh, we made this. Here's this. Oh, we did this. Here's that. Like, with corporate, they usually just send you, like, a little gift and pat you on the butt and say, oh, cool, you did this, pat, pat. But whenever you're in a family-owned company, it's about we did it, not so much you did it. And it's fine with the you did it because at least it kind of makes it a little bit personal. But at the same time that you did it is because you are kind of a number. So as soon as you hit the right number, oh, yay, number so-and-so did this, this, and this. That's how I feel with corporate. Not so much that they remember who you are, but more so, oh, you made us look good here. And with, uh, and I think with family, it's, we recognize that you did this here type situation. I hope that makes sense. Um, and then whenever it comes down to things like training, I feel like whenever you're going to a corporate company, they will train you, but you have to make the numbers versus with family. I have gotten a lot more training in a family setting than from a corporate setting and the reason why I say that is because unless that company was coming from family to corporate corporate was not going to pay for you know schooling 
they weren't going to pay for this. They weren't going to pay for that unless it was already put in for everybody else or unless they didn't take that out. And once a general manager, once a service director had taken it out, they weren't going to put it back in. And I had that situation where I was at a dealership and I wanted to literally go to school. I said, I was, I'll go to school. I'll do whatever. Uh, just let me like pay for schooling and I will go. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. And instead of them doing that, they told me I had to pay for schooling. Then they told me I had to miss money to go to school, even though me being certified for them, it was specifically a certification for this manufacturer if I went to school for them, I would lose money and I'll have to pay for it out of pocket. Then I would have to get reimbursed. And by the time all that had gone in, it, you know, been said and done, I basically would have only been working there part time plus would have only been doing this plus only doing that. So it made it not worth it, essentially, not to go to school. So and that was because they were in the transitioning of going from family to corporate and corporate in a way because the company didn't see it as a big deal to go to school for it the comp the corporation was like okay well there's no big deal going to school for it even though they would have gotten a lot of different bonuses for people going to school and doing that and they actually were getting some put you know pushback for it because they had to a dual master tech who's the youngest tech in the entire I think it was like he was the youngest tech to ever graduate with dual mastership for this manufacturer and everything of that sort they were getting some some big bucks for it didn't even want to uh, do some didn't want to do deal with that because basically they would have had to pay me more and that was one of the things that came with it is if they were going to have to pay you more, they weren't going to send you to training for that. And that was the same thing with corporate as well. Like corporate and family will do that. But with family, at least if you're going to be trained for that, they also understand the impact that that could have because basically it would bring in more money and they wouldn't have to spread it out as much with corporate it would bring in more money yes but they still would have to spread that out more and is it worth them having to do all that work probably not so that's one of the things you have to think about also so I talked about the benefits I talked about the training I talked about some of the oh yeah whenever it comes down to family versus corporate now first of all both of them are messy let me start there there ain't no I've never worked for a company that is not messy um just I feel like because 
something is or used to be family owned, if they're all still there, they know each other's dirt from like 20 years ago. And like, you know, who is sleeping with who, at least in the store. And that's with both sides. It's almost like Grey's Anatomy meets. I don't even know what uh, I don't even know what automotive TV show at this point because I'm so out of tune. But yeah, it's like an automotive shop that was Grey's Anatomy. Like it, it is for a lot of companies. I'm not going to say all of them. Surely not all of them, but like a lot of them are very much that bad. And you're just like, do I really want to know any of this information? Like, I had so many TMI situations. It's like, I don't want to know this. This is not something I need to know about this person at all. And the problem is, is again, this is your sec. You become a second family, so you're going to figure all of this out. Or, like, I remember, and she's still one of my good friends to this day. She was, like, being taught about, like, a dog by the, the, I'm trying to remember exactly who it was. It was, like, one person was talking about her, then a group of guys were talking about her, and the problem was is she wasn't doing anything bad. They were in two separate parts of the office, but then the her boss was getting on to her the shop foreman was getting on to her and I was like dude this is ridiculous and it was all because she was the girlfriend and so she was being looked bad about and talked bad on but yet he was skating around just fine I actually had someone I was talking to on um, automotive advice for women and she said her husband was a tech in the shop and part of the reason why she got out of the field was because the whole like even the general manager was treating her like she was a homewrecker and everything of that sort her husband is the technician in the back and all she knows is people are coming up and asking her for favors you know what I mean and you know treating her as if she's just this promiscuous woman and next thing you know she's like going home crying her husband is hearing all this in the shop and it's not like people didn't know they were married they were married but everybody's like oh yeah I bet you she slept with him and him and this person this person other and the other women in the shop are like doing this like talking bad about her oh you just this this and this like it's so bad and like if you are dating someone in the field like it's horrible or let's say you got beef it's like I remember being in one shop and it was divided it was like east side west side like it it was like Tupac and Biggie type situation like and it was like just with people who were old and it was the exact same shop that, again, I was working at where the the general or the service director was like, oh, yeah, just treat them like kindergarten school. I'm like, no, because they are grown men 
with their own cars and they're like playing their music loud because one has to be louder than the other i have to show i'm a big strong person or like talking uh, yeah it was it's it's messy but i feel like if you're home owned it's way more messy than corporate because i think corporate has the power and will use the power of firing you than home uh, like family owned because i think family owned because it's so personal they will threaten you with it and they'll like write you up but you get so many times to mess up versus being in like being at a, a home or being at corporate which they're like dude we'll get sued if you continue this and that is one of the things that they'll do if they feel like they're going to get sued for it they will they probably won't even give you three chances. They will literally just either give you a severance package, they'll sell you out, or they will literally just, like, go. Bye. Um, and so, yeah. If you are looking for, basically, a more professional route or someone who will let you go up the scale, I would say you can do corporate also corporate will pay you more uh i don't think it's a guarantee that they'll move you up because there's so many people that they bring in but it is better benefits you do get paid a little bit more you also probably have a better chance of getting a raise because i will tell you i've had more raises in a corporate setting than i have in a family setting and but I will say I also have like moved around a lot so this is like my first time getting a well this was this is my second job where I've stayed more than a year but also this is my first job where I've only been promoted once versus five times and stayed at the same level so it is kind of iffy depending on how you think about it so yeah corporate harder to move up but definitely you can probably get more training but you also probably are not going to get you'll get a little bit of a raise or you'll get a market increase is what they call it it depends on where you're at again kind of the reason why I don't like corporate is because yeah you can move up yeah you can do this yeah they'll give you access to training they'll give you better benefits but truthfully like if you take away the better benefits if you take away the little bit more pay uh, and if you take away kind of that professional that I would say more so the law portion of it or the business portion of it they're basically just a family-owned company essentially and you get both sides you probably aren't going to get as much mess again because it's corporate and they want to make sure that it because mess can easily turn into a lawsuit and one thing about corporate you will not put them in that situation not if you work for them you won't but family owned, they don't care because at that point you probably have drawn a line or you've crossed the line too. They probably have a record of it and therefore they are going to use that against you 
she'll help them. You, they will Miranda write your ass. Sorry. I I was going so good too. I was going so good. I I have been mindful of my cursing. I want y'all to be proud of me. Only one. Anyway. But yeah, and then family owned, not as good as benefits, but you will move around. I will say one of the things I love about the family owned, you will learn different positions. I think most of the time of me being a being in this field, I got moved around so much but also I lost my you get moved around and you learn all these things but you do not get paid what you're worth you do not get paid your earnings you do not get paid what you do like I was doing five different positions and wasn't getting paid that and obviously you're gonna have you know people going yeah but you still have a job yeah but at least you can pay your bills yeah you can do this yeah you can do that and then you'll also have people like dude you're you aren't getting paid what you're worth like you are worth so much more so you can go off and on on that fence all you want to but at the end of the day if it's not something that's you're being if your worth isn't being seen then it really is hard um but yeah I think those are really my major points to be completely honest with you I don't like either one of them I think both of them at the end of the day is either going to treat you like a number or or they're going to treat you as if you're not important Uh, it's a rarity and it's a unicorn if you can find a company that will treat you more than a number treat you more like you are a person and treat you like you have a voice and there are some companies that do allow you to do it and it's everybody's prerogative if you find it oh my gosh i'm so happy for you because listen these jobs out here these people out here are like ridiculous but if you are a business owner and you find that you know you are trying to do everything to not be the stereotype. More power to you. Try to be better than what you than where you've worked before. And also remember the time that you used to be where you used to work for those type of people and what you hated about working for those type of people and don't be them. It's so easy to get trapped into the mindset of the people that we once despised. And I think it becomes that fear of not being them that drives you to be great. So if you're a business owner and listening to this, try not to do some of these things or try to get ahead of some of these things. Obviously, it's going to be there. Like us humans are messy. We are messy and petty messy and petty we petty and messy both both of them but if we can get ahead of it i think you know you having to worry about whether or not you're a good company or not is going to be water under a bridge it'll never you'll never have to worry about it but with that being said if you like this episode, if you thought this was helpful for you, please like, subscribe, follow, 
tell me what your favorite part of it was and maybe what your not so favorite part of it was do you agree with this or do you think i'm just blowing smoke out my behind you know it is what it is i would like to hear from you or what is your story like do you like corporate or do you like hate it we're not gonna tell your bosses or your managers or anything like that like i actually probably don't know where half of y'all work so you ain't gotta like tell us and like if you want to just dm me your answer that way i don't have to like you don't have to like get caught by your bosses that's also fine because i ain't gonna tell nobody that's gonna be your and not secret unless you tell me that i can share it on story time then i will share it but i won't share it outside of that anyway again like subscribe follow tell me your your opinion are you team family owned or team corporate and what are some of your goods and bads and what do you think i missed on here next episode i am going to talk about staying in the same place because lord knows i know what it's like to stay in a place where you should not be staying in and what you can do to maybe move to the next level into it but anyway don't forget i will talk to y'all next episode bye